0: Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by former Billings Skyview Falcon, former Carroll College Saint. He has a lot of different titles, but now he's the general manager for the football team over in Bozeman at MSU. Chandler Arbizani, how are you doing today, man?
1: Doing great. How are you doing?
0: Good, good. So, you know, kind of like I mentioned, you're kind of worn a lot of hats in your uh, football days. But what made you first fall in love with football?
1: Uh, I mean, shoot, I I honestly can I couldn't pinpoint one thing. I just it's it's just been one of those things where um I guess my grandpa played at MSUB Eastern Montana College back when they had a team in in um in Billings um and they were they were part of that same frontier playing Carroll and Rocky Tech all those schools um so I don't know I, I just was always kind of around the game and just kind of fell in love with it and then. Obviously, I loved the, you know, NFL Sundays and um, tuning in, like, you know, getting out of bed every morning, uh, getting on the ESPN countdown show and buzzing over to Fox and CBS, you know, switching back and forth, whichever one's on commercials. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I honestly couldn't pinpoint one thing and then just kind of just love the process of it and just everything about the game. And yeah, I guess that answers your question. I'm not sure,
0: but... It does, it does. So then, yeah. you know, you went on to be kind of you went on to be a star at Skyview. Um, so how neat was that to be one of the players at Skyview during a good time in their um program?
1: Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, I love Skyview. Um, you know, we had um Coach lubsock um was the head coach over there when I was there, and you know, he's all about teaching you the principles of makes you a better person and a a better man beyond just football and so I learned a lot of life lessons and how to approach work in general not just football um, from him so he was um, and he kind of ran the offense when we were there and then we had Rich St. John who's the police chief in Billings he was our defensive coordinator when I was there so um, a lot of good influences and and people I guess would be the the best part about Skyview and we kind of had a little bit of a little bit of a run there with the wing tee and um, didn't end the way we wanted but yeah, it was fun. And I met a lot of really good lifelong friends at Skyview playing football. So
0: for sure. I mean, I remember, you know, obviously, as I told you beforehand, I was a West high grad. And I remember going to those games against Skyview with coach Lebzak's wing mm-hmm. tee, and it was hard to defend.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a, it's a, what, what do they say? Three yards in a cloud of dust. And I think, 80 percent of the plays where we're pulling guards we're trapping we're you know fullback dive <laughs> <laughs> triple option read, read option everything so yeah
0: for sure for sure so you know the cool thing about billings that only missoula has is there's three public schools mm-hmm. in the city of billings that are double a so mm-hmm. how cool is it to have two built-in rivalries in the city of billings playing
1: Oh yeah, it was awesome. It was fun. It was always two to look forward to. I mean, you know, the nice thing is we're, whether we're home or away, we're playing a day list, right? So right. that trims it, trims it away trip off the, off the list. Um, so, you know, those Montana away games can be quite the, quite the trek on the road. Um, but, um, yeah, I like, I mean, both games were fun. We had a lot of good, um, I mean, when I was a junior, it was, you know, Nolan and uh, Chad Newell over at senior. And um, I'm trying to think of guys, of the guys off the top of my head. Cooper Cohenhaven was really good. um uh, Solcer, Ben Solser, yeah. And then playing West, um, you know, that was obviously fun, especially when we had Nane playing senior year, playing against <laughs> Billings West. But, you know, Brady Gustafson was over there and Van Z and – um I'm gonna miss names here so probably shouldn't be <laughs> doing the name game but anyway you know there was like it was it was fun playing west and and uh and senior though it was always cross town you know was a big, a big thing so
0: yeah for sure so besides Dalis where was your favorite place to play in high school
1: I would say Naranchi um we played BU I mean didn't didn't really end the way we wanted it to end but in the playoff game um my senior year they uh they uh they gave it to us Dylan Cook and her uh yeah Dallas Dallas Cook shoot the names up yeah <laughs> Dallas Cook playing quarterback then and um yeah I want to say they threw for 400 plus yards on us that game and you know <laughs> it didn't really end it didn't really end the way we wanted but it was it's a fun environment I mean just the, the crowd the atmosphere um it's quite the experience playing in BYU so
0: I've never been there myself, but literally every high school athlete from Montana that I have interviewed, uh-huh. just about everyone says Naranchi is their favorite place to play besides obviously their home.
1: Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> worth a trip for the environment just to just to experience
0: it for sure. That's awesome. So then post high school, you um got recruited by Carol and Coach mm-hmm. Van Deese, who is an mm-hmm. absolute coaching legend in our state. Mm-hmm. So what was your recruitment process like for Carol?
1: um it was honestly um honestly it started off kind of you know talking to a different frontier schools and then I was, I felt like I was the one kind of recruiting Carol to start um coach Hogan came through um I think let's see this I want to say the spring of my junior year and I kind of just caught interest in Carol and started having some conversations with coach Hogan and then um uh senior year was you know going pretty well so Coach Van Dese came through Skyview and, you know, had a one-on-one with him and um, that went pretty well and kind of just, uh, Coach Hoagie had our our area billing, so I was always in contact with him, you know, he came through, had a couple home visits and um, met with my parents and just was just someone I felt really comfortable around and um, it kind of just kept going from there, came out for a um, recruit weekend and Got the got the offer from Coach Van East and um told him told him I wasn't ready to sign right there. And then I think we got in the car and my parents and I were about 15 minutes on the way back to Billings and I was like, I'm going to Carroll. So I called <laughs> Coach Van East and I was like, Yeah, I'm going to Carroll, send the papers over.
0: <laughs> you know, I've had him on the podcast. I've had quite a few other Carroll alumni. Okay. And uh they just he said he or they also that he has something about him that You almost want to, like, run through a wall for him. Mm -hmm. So what was that like to have as a head coach?
1: Yeah, it was just, yeah, he, like, he just knew everything about – he knew where every single player was supposed to be in every single scenario. And he was was probably the the coach that I've been – one of the best coaches I've ever been around in terms of just, just, like, absorbing film, just taking in every single angle of what they're trying to do to us and the best way to counteract that. And he knew if they're coming out in this, you know what formation they break the huddle, they're going on this formation. He's already thinking the top couple plays out of that formation. Boom! Wow. Top, what are they going to do? He's he's already thinking it. You know, communicating that. So, um, I would say just in terms of um, understanding the game and like breaking it down, it was it was pretty pretty incredible how how much he knew about football. So. And he always said he was, he was trying to learn more, but I mean, he, well, he was, but it was his understanding of it was, was pretty incredible for sure.
0: That's awesome. So then tell me a little bit about the atmosphere of the frontier conference. It's really cool that there's like five Montana schools. So you're not traveling too far, even though Montana's big, (laughs) but what is just the atmosphere and the layout of the frontier conference? Like,
1: um, yeah, so, so let's say, so, so Rocky was Rocky was a pretty big rival for us just kind of you know I don't know the two private schools I guess and um you know we uh obviously um uh Bruce Parker who was the AD at, at Carroll and then was AD at Rocky for a little bit and um, he's he's passed away now but like he was um you know having him there having other people have crossovers and it was kind of just fun playing just like playing people you knew and just seeing those relationships um so I know Rocky was a big one. Um Montana Tech, obviously Montana Tech. Um, you know, Montana Tech Carol was always pretty fun. Um, and uh yeah, Northern, I hear I mean, I haven't been there, but I heard Northern's got a new field now. So mm-hmm. improvements going going on there. Um Western, I know they're in the process of building one as well, um, or something something like that. But um yeah, I know it's it's pretty fun because with the whole frontier conference, like going into, when I finished up at Skyview playing in the shrine game, it's a lot of those guys that are playing at those schools and then, you know, playing Western and it's like, (laughs) Hey, there's Riley Martello and, you know, all those guys and uh, Hunter Thompson. It's kind of cool seeing, seeing everyone that you've met before and playing them on a, on a different stage. So.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So you brought something up that's a little bit personal to me. I was a shrine boy when I was five years old myself. So what did it mean to you to be selected to be part of the Shrine game after your senior year at high school? Oh yeah it was I mean it was awesome it was just realizing
1: I guess you know putting on the the jersey and you know playing the game is, is one thing but it's not really you know it's more than just that so like it's impacting kids lives and you know creating like the in terms of like bringing in like like we want to bring in the revenue for them, you know, we want to do these things for the kids. Cause like, and you know, like you want to have them on the field sign, like what, like whatever, whatever, like inspires them, brings motivation to what whatever they want to do in their life. Um, I think that's the, that's the biggest thing we can do. So, and then realizing, you know, it's not, it's a lot bigger than just us playing a football game at Naranchi. So
0: for sure, for sure. Yeah. That's, always something that uh I hold pretty special to my heart I was actually able to go back this summer to Great Falls and do this for them so that was pretty cool
1: oh nice okay cool yeah
0: yeah it was an awesome opportunity but um yeah so I guess you know my next question is just like what was your favorite memory of your time at Carroll oh man
1: oh I I mean the in hmm there was a lot of fun moments in games where it's just like creating relationships with someone, and you know, finally, them finally just seeing them in practice and practicing every day, and then they finally get their shot in the game and they make a big play, and it's just like it's just cool because it's like your friend, you know, making a big play, making a big hit, and everyone's going crazy, and um, you know, that stuff was really fun, and in I mean, there's a, there's a lot of majority of the things I'm you know not going to forget our trips like, you know, where we're we're getting the bus ride, we're going to. Sixteen hours in a bus to Southern Oregon, and you know it's just just on the bus. I mean, we're just creating friendships, and you know, like I would say, that's the biggest thing was just hanging around the guys and just creating the friendships and environments. And um, the games were good too, but I, you know, Coach Van Deest create creates that relationship with the with the players and with the coaches where, you know, you want to you want to play for him and you want to play for the guy the right. guy next to you. So, um,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's awesome for sure. So after you're playing days at Carroll, you've gotten into coaching now. So mm-hmm. what kind of, you know, made you want to go that route and what's been your path ever since Carroll?
1: Yeah. So, so actually when I finished at Carroll, I was, I was, I honestly didn't know what I was going to do. And I graduated in December 17. I started just buzzing around looking for i was like i want to do something in sports but i don't really know what i want to do and i got it um i interned with the i'm so jordan i think you had have had him on before jordan like so oh, yep. one of my friends and he lived in arizona and cam one of my best friends at Carroll, and played football with him and he was down living at with jordan in phoenix and um, i was looking at jobs and i saw an uh, internship for to work in operations for the reds in spring training so i was like hey i'll try it out and i'll apply for it got the job and so i moved down there and just to try it out and did that and then um so when i was so i guess i'll backtrack on this when i was at carol in the summers i worked for the helena brewers and i would just do the stats like play by play and punching in all the stats and the milb and mm-hmm. all that stuff so i kind of just knew i wanted to do something in sports and um finished up that reds internship and the spring training and paul fetz who was the general manager of the Helmy called me and said, Hey, we're looking for a clubhouse manager. Do you want to do it? And I had nothing lined up, so I'm, I'll do it. So didn't really know what clubhouse manager meant until I was, you know, doing laundry and throwing in loops and towels <laughs> to 2am, you know, <laughs> figuring out what that's all about, but um, did that. And they moved back to Montana and then um, kind of finished that up. And I was, you know, the team relocated. So the job kind of just right. disappeared and it was, there was nothing there, so um, I went online and I was just basically, you know, going through the same process, looking for for gigs like through Teamworks and I was going through Indeed. I was I was a little I was looking everywhere, and I got a similar internship with the Padres. So I went back, did the same thing again for another spring, and then still couldn't get anything full time. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go dry. De- I'm gonna try a desk job. So I went and got a desk job working in logistics at Amazon. Did that, for, did that for about a year and then um, transitioned to a uh, transportation analyst at Amazon. So I was still, you know, doing a lot, doing um, basically computer work. I don't need to get all too, too detailed <laughs> on that. It's not very exciting. But um, did that and then, but it just got to a point where I was like, this is not enjoyable. I, I, I couldn't stand it. So I reached out to... Um, Nick Howlett, cause he, he was a former offensive coordinator at Carroll and he, he's not there anymore. He's actually works at the bank with my dad at first interstate. So he, I called him and I'm like, Hey, how do I, well, how do I get into football? Like, I want to, like my end goal is like, I want to be a scout. So that was like what I wanted to do. So he was like, Hey, there's this guy and he's the director of college scouting for the Philadelphia Eagles. And he played at Carroll and, um, I'll reach out to him for you and then chatted with him. And, um, his name's Anthony patch and he's been at Carroll. or he's a Carroll grad from, I think he, Oh shoot. I'm going to get this wrong, but I think 2001, he graduated from Carroll somewhere around that time. So, um, and he's working in scouting for Philadelphia and we were just kind of talking about the whole process and how to get in and, um, I feel like it's like solving Rubik's key with my eyes closed, trying to get in the NFL, but <laughs> they, uh, um, so yeah so he he was awesome and then I um I uh I started working as a when I was still at Amazon I was working as an intern at the Rattlers indoor football team just learning how like scouting and how to like write some basic reports and I was taking a online class with the Jets Phil Savage just to learn how to write a report like how how do I do this and um then Sam Houston uh our, our video rep for dv sport at the rattlers was like hey we have a job at sam houston would you want to go you can do recruiting but you have to do video as well and i'm like okay i mean it's a shot so i i, I kept putting it off i'm like and eh, i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that and then I'm, then i got to the point where I'm like okay i kind of have to do it <laughs> so i took it moved there and then um was working there for a year and still you know connecting with the you know people that came through, and um, and then uh, one of uh, let's see, so so Ryan, we Sue so used to have this position at Montana State. He works for the Bears now as a scouting assistant. Oh Jesus! And he um, the job opened up, and um, one of my friends at Carroll, his name is Pat, Patrick Cosina, He's actually in the athletic department at Boise State now. He got a call from from Coach Vegan, and Coach Vegan had asked him if he'd be interested in this job, and um he basically said no but I have a friend that that might be interested and you know one thing led to another and then I was talking to Coach Regan had the had a zoom and then about a week later he offered me the job and I was moving back to Montana so kind of a crazy little story but yeah
0: wow that's awesome so I have like 15 follow-ups from that but uh, (laughs) we'll narrow it down to just a few um so my main sport, I love football, but my main sport is baseball. Okay. So what was it like doing those spring training jobs that you did with the Padres and the Reds and It was well, Sorry. Go ahead, sorry. Let me cut you off. Um
1: it was fun. It was really fun. It, it they're both different experiences. So when I was with the Reds, it was a lot of like it was a lot of different hands-on things. And you know, it was it was sometimes it was tickets, sometimes it was picking up guys from the airport, sometimes it was, you know, um, get the rental cars washed. Sometimes it was, you know, picking up the, all of the um, uh, guys that we had in like rookie league camp. They all stayed in one, one like hotel and we get the huge, me and another intern, we get the huge, huge vans and just roll up. And I mean, sometimes it was a little bit tough getting those guys if they were in the bed because they didn't speak English, you know? So we're just like, Hey, like, you know, get up. They're packing in the car, loading back, dropping them off, you know, making a couple of rounds and, um it was funny though they're all great guys but um yeah so it did that and then um just like random things like oh hey we need someone to hold the radar gun at bp or you know someone needs to chart chart uh uh like a, a practice game or just just honestly just random things um go get the snacks for the for the coaches or you know <laughs> this it uh it's just I don't even I'm just trying to think about it was just the most it was just pretty much just random things the whole time but it was fun and then you know it was cool getting to meet like like Joey Fado and um all those like big time guys it's like that's pretty cool because I you know I see those guys on tv and right. see them in person and then um did the same thing for the for the the Padres the following year and um I think one thing was was kind of cool we we got to we had to drop off a rental car at. Manny Machado's place in in Scottsdale and I think that I I think I counted about four Lamb Lambos in there and uh pink green orange just the craziest colors full water fountain and uh I think his guests I think his guests only drove Range Rovers or something like that so he had to get Range Rovers for all the guests and um through the rental cars and um did that and um so yeah I mean it was just it was it was It was honestly random jobs, but it was just a really cool experience getting to meet people, getting to meet the scouts, getting to meet the coaches, getting to meet, just kind of seeing how everything worked and kind of getting a little taste for it in spring training. Because it's not obviously not quite the same as regular
0: season, but similar. For sure. For sure. So, you know, just as kind of a side joke, I bet the uh, Lamborghinis at Machado's place were the inspiration for the City Connect jerseys of the Padres.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, probably. He's a I think he's a Miami guy, so um some connections there. But yeah, he yeah, he uh he had quite the place and um yeah, it was kind of cool. I think we honestly I was still working there as a as an intern, whatever the, the day he got like announced, like his you know, record breaking deal got announced and he I still remember him coming in the back door with all these these security guards, his wife. You know, AJ Peller, the GM of the Padres, the owner, and there's just, just coming in and it's like, holy smokes, this is crazy to witness. But
0: <laughs> wow, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So now I kind of want to go to the, you know, Sam Houston Bobcat thing. And obviously mm-hmm. the Bobcats had a big game against Sam Houston last year. Yeah. So what was that like now that you obviously are working for the Bobcats and haven't <laughs> worked for Sam Houston? what was that like for you oh
1: man um yeah at the time I mean obviously like so I was at Sam Houston and you know obviously it's cool seeing the Montana playing the Montana team but you know when I was there I was like I do not want to lose to Montana I do not want to lose to Montana (laughs) State because I already know if that's going to happen all of my friends that went to Montana State are going to be blowing me up you know right talking much smack and uh um yeah, so like, so we came into the game, and I think, honestly, from the start, we just got punched in the mouth. And um, Troy Anderson and Daniel Hardy, um, I think all those guys just came in and just attacking on defense. And I remember they just destroyed us at the line of scrimmage. And then um, we were expecting them, you know, with with Tommy at quarterback, we were expecting them to just run the ball, and they came out first play. They're throwing deep on our top corner, and they they hit it. They had a completion then they two plays later boom touchdown and then the next drive or maybe two drives later they go deep on on our number one corner again catch another touch and it it gets to the point where it's i think it's 21-0 and i'm thinking okay you know if we um uh score here because we had the ball i was like okay if we score here it's 21-7 maybe make a stop okay score again go in halftime you know we are not totally out of this right. and this is the second quarter and it's I think we, we threw something across them. We threw, we threw like a post I want to say, or a seam and they safe. there, deep safety jumps. It picks it off. It's towards He runs it back to the five yard line. And that's when I knew I'm like, okay, this is not going good. This is not good. So, and it kept pouring on. And, but I mean, it's kind of cool just because I didn't know any of those guys now and then now I'm working with coach vegan. So it's pretty, pretty cool.
0: For sure. So then, you know, now this year, obviously you're in Bozeman with the team and mm-hmm. how is that like, how is the energy from last year carried over to this year
1: it's good it's good um (laughs) the uh it's i mean it's all the uh it's 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 good like we have a really good team chemistry and team environment um uh everyone's pretty positive um you know uh i'm just trying to think of what how it how it differs but it's I mean, I like the Bozeman, the family aspect of, of, of Montana in general and Bobcat and Grizz football both. I mean, obviously I'm, you know, working for the Cats, but, you know, I res, you know we've got to respect the Grizz too and oh, yeah. everything about their process. And they're obviously they have they have what they have and their rich tradition as well. So, um, but they're both just, it's really cool. That they're both just such prestigious programs in, in the FCS and, and culture football in general. At this point, getting more traction. Here, especially as we're getting draft picks you know going <laughs> through and troy anderson being a big name coming through but yeah
0: for sure for sure so then um last week the cats played one heck of a game in cheney mm-hmm.
1: so what
0: is the energy like around the team after that big win and rallying around you know after the injury to tommy malat hmm yeah so
1: um yeah, energy is definitely high. I know we've we've had quite a quite a few injuries this year, but you know, we can't you can't use it as like a crutch because you know every team's got that stuff going on. So um I think as a team though, we were real re- I really like our team as a as a unit. Um we're we're clicking and you know there's there's not a lot of disconnect, which is I guess the best part about it, you know, depending on like how far we go, you know, it's just we gotta be gotta be able to connect and have that cohesiveness as a unit and I think we have we definitely have that and you know we're making adjustments as as guys come back or out you know how that how that works but you know everyone's going through that so um it was definitely a big win to get to get the first you know conference win out of the way um because big skies as you know big skies usually extremely competitive so right um we're gonna have a lot of big games coming down and obviously have a big one this week Yes. On ESPNU, at, shoot! I mean, by the time this kicks off, it's about to be nine PM. Feels like at this point, but it's, I think it's eight twenty now. But yeah,
0: yeah, no, it'll be a great game, and I love that it's going to be on ESPNU for sure. Mm-hmm. That'll be good exposure for our programs. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good to it's good to get some some FCS teams on on some of those bigger bigger platforms and kind of keep building the building the brand, right? So.
0: For sure. Well, hey, Chandler, I want to thank you so much for your time today and giving us a little bit of, you know, feedback into your history and now what you're doing with the cats. It's awesome to see. So thank you so much for your time.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on, Mitch.
0: Of course. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You too. Hey guys, Mitch here with wide left sports. And do I have a company I would love to highlight for you? It's called big sky customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And, um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, So yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.